0: Wow! What's this? This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. It's time for the announcement. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town.
1: Santa! Oh, my go- gosh.
0: Santa here? I know him. I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the children. Yeah. Just keep your receipts. 10 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. Yes. Can you sign this for me? <gasps> oh, Hi. Is he? Welcome, listeners, to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And we have a question for you, Pastor Michael, that goes right along with that intro. I'm (laughs) I'm ready. What about Santa Claus? What should we tell our children about Santa Claus? And how can my family keep Jesus in the spotlight for Christmas, you sound like a you sound like a radio announcer. Yeah, what well, about go Santa? From, Claus? Hey, what about Santa Claus?
1: <laughs> there are some kids, Tim, who do not want to hear the answer to this question. <laughs> I know. So, in all in all seriousness, moms and dads, um, make press pause. It, double check to make sure your kids aren't listening um, for real. So, I want to have a lighthearted and serious conversation around this issue. Um, so, that being said. I, you know, if the more you think about Santa Claus, the creepier he becomes. So like, there's this old dude with a beard, with a big red suit who breaks into your house once a year, eats your cookies and milk. And then like knows everything you've ever done all the time everywhere. Like, Hmm, I, I don't know something about that is just kind of freaky. Like this person should be put into like an insane asylum or arrested. That being said, um, there so, is
0: redeeming factors,
1: though. Yeah, there are redeeming factors, and we'll we'll get to that. But uh, uh, I do think there is a high value that every Christian parent should have of truth, and I I've struggled with whether or not I'm lying to my kids by allowing them to them to believe that Santa Claus is real, um, largely because, and I want to I want to be serious when I say this, but it's also kind of funny. Um, so we talk about this man who lives in the North Pole with elves and he knows everything and then he comes once a year, right? And in our brains, that sounds just insane, like a fairy tale. And then we turn around and say, oh, yeah, God became flesh and a woman, and he's got angels and he's coming back again, you know, like, and he knows everything. Like the, the parallels are almost so similar that um, I, I almost feel like we need to go out of our way to to clarify um, no, this isn't real at a very young age. And the earlier you do it, the less heartbreaking it's going to be later. So um, I would tell my kids regularly, now, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. Yes. And um, and that was helpful, I think, for our family. So we could still um, get them excited about Santa Claus. But they, were, they didn't believe Santa was real any more than they believed a cartoon was real. Mm-hmm. And we made sure to, to clarify that, I think, at a, at a younger age. So I would just challenge moms and dads and saying, do you really want to lie to your kid? Um, do you really want them to think that this is true? And then when you break their heart on this, will they actually make that jump to say, well, then is Jesus true? Because that feels sometimes just as unrealistic to the mind, um, I think, of a child. So that being said um, – I really don't have an issue with Santa Claus. I more take issue with um, parents telling their kids that he's real. And then every year, Tim, I do this. I I regret it. I'll be in church in a Christmas series, and I'll inevitably mention the fact that he's not real. And then some mom will get upset with me, like, mm-hmm. why did you say that from the pulpit? And So I'm going to work hard not to do that this year. But um, that being said, Tim, uh, I want to steal something from John Piper because I think he did an amazing job of answering um, a question similar to this. And so I just want to read to you some of the things that he wrote. Um, So allow me to quote him for a moment. He, He says, the salvation of sinners through the death and resurrection of Jesus is the goal of Christmas. Not only is Santa Claus not true and Jesus is very truth himself, but compared to Jesus, Santa is simply pitiful, and our kids should be helped to see this. Now, I'm going to pause right there, unquote, for a moment. Um, Santa Claus is absolutely pathetic compared to Jesus. Absolutely. I mean, just a wimp, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, in all the movies, it's like, oh, will I, you know, will I get presents to every kid? And then the hard reality is like, oh, kids all over the world don't get presents, you know? Like, So anyways, he goes on and says, Santa offers nothing lasting. Jesus is eternal. Santa offers gifts on the basis of good works. Right there, we should just... Watch. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jesus gives freely by faith. Santa is make-believe. Jesus is real. Santa shows up once a year. Jesus is always with us. Santa cannot solve our worst problem. Jesus did solve our worst problem, our sin and separation from God. Santa is not relevant in many cultures of this world. Jesus is the king Over all people and all cultures of the world. Santa Claus will be forgotten someday, and Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. So, John Piper, thank you for writing that. I think you just so helpfully articulated why um, we cannot, during the Christmas season, let our children put Santa on a higher pedestal than Jesus. So one last thing, Tim, you mentioned um, earlier, there is a redeeming aspect of Santa Claus. So um, before Santa Claus was an old man with a beard who knows everything and climbs down chimneys, there was an original Santa Claus, if you will, um, that's really actually worth sharing with our kids where he came from. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, his name was St. Nicholas or was given the title St. Nicholas, but he was a pastor and he intentionally gave gifts of food and clothing to the underprivileged children in his town to help them in a time of great need, which is truly a a sign of loving people where they're at and sharing the gospel with them.
1: Absolutely. And so I think what you're hitting on there too, which is during the Christmas season, our generosity should go through the roof. And I'll tell you what, we'll pause there, and we will talk about that in tomorrow's podcast. Deal?
0: Deal. Thanks, listeners, for joining us today. Please for, don't forget that you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org, and click on the link that says Q&A Podcast Questions. Listeners, please join us tomorrow when we answer another question about Christmas. Should we give gifts on Christmas? Santa. ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Hey, Hey, right. It's me! Santa. Who the heck are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Uh, well, why, of course I am! <laughs> you're Santa. What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Uh, happy birthday, of course! <laughs> uh, so, uh, how old are you, son? Four. You're a big boy. What's your name? And uh, what can I oh, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. <laughs> Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. Nia. You sit on a throne of lies. Oh, my. Look, I'm not kidding. <laughs> you're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? <laughs> huh? No, he's kidding. Uh, you stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all it's right? You like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> okay, go. Ahead. He's a snake! He's